It's Tom from the Talking Chip Podcast, man. It's Coach Terrence, man. Angle your camera, camera up, sir. We live, baby. Ain't, ain't. All, all miscues are good cues. It's Coach Terrence in the building. And we have a guest today, solid guest. Mr. Sean Boone, how are you doing, sir? Good, 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 man. Blessed, Holly favorite. Excited, yes, sir. Excited for the opportunity. That's what I'm talking about. Seven-time Super Bowl champion, Sean. Bo oh, my bad. That's Brady. That's Brady. My fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. Hey, it's all good. It's all I'm about good. To say, I'm claiming it at some point. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's going to be a good show, man. We're going to go financial over here. Do a little conversation about finance. But Coach T, man, open us up, brother. Man, I just, I'm always honored to have one of the kids that I coach that developed into a productive young man. So it's it's an honor and a privilege to have Sean Boone today. Somebody mm -hmm. I knew from eight years old, youth ball at Palm Beach County Youth Football League, Lake Lytle. Um, and hey, I, I I consider it more wins when I when I see them become young men that become productive. And also they 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 uh they know their way. And uh I'm very proud of this young man, uh, Sean Boone. Check that coach. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, man. T, open us up, brother. You 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 invited this young man to the show. Tell us, tell us why you brought him in. I brought this young man in uh because not only, like I said, not only has he become a productive adult and a fine young man, and as somebody I knew, you know, early in his youth but also he has a passion for helping others. He has a passion for um, wanna, wanna give back to his community. Um, he has a passion for seeing others uh, overcome some of their heart, you know, some of their tough things, things that they've encountered. So that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to have Sean Boone on today. Okay. Hey, and listen, I wouldn't be a good guest. I wouldn't be a good host if I want to angle your camera up a little bit so we can get clarity on you. I want your best angle, brother. Can you zoom in? And your light, your light in the back. Yeah, yeah. Your light is bright. I want I want to catch capture you the best way we can. Yeah, we'll go with the technical difficulties. Just jump back in. Hey, Mr. Boom, man. This tone over here, man. So give us a little bit about you, man. You went NC State, NCAA background, football player? Yes. So uh, born and raised in Palm Beach County, um, 26 years old. Uh, just had um, – got and jumped straight from football to entrepreneurship. Went to NC State when I left Dwyer. Uh, so was yeah. from, at Dwyer from 20, 2011 to 2014, if that's right, or maybe 2010, 2014. One of those years. <laughs> yeah, you was over there with Johnny. You was over there with Johnny Walker, not on Johnny Walker, right? Is, is it Coach Johnny Walker? What, what's his name? Uh, Coach Daniels, Jack Daniels, Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels. I knew it was one of them drinks. Okay, I knew it was one of them. <laughs> I can't remember exactly. You guys, yeah. you guys captured yeah. the championship over there. Yep, my senior year. Uh, that was that was the icing on the cake. Uh, it took, you know, I was I played on varsity, started varsity my sophomore year. Uh, had six offers uh, my sophomore year and then went on to have 32 offers and then had the opportunity to go to the NC State 
uh, uh, played as a freshman there, then uh, started uh, a little bit my sophomore to my senior year. I went uh, junior and senior year. I was a full-time starter. So uh, had the opportunity to go to Houston, Texas for a short period of time. Um, and yeah, that, that was pretty much my journey. And then God said uh, something different. <laughs> hey, hey, it's all good, man. So, hey, the climate, the climate is different right now. So um, from, a, from a collegiate standpoint, what mm-hmm. led you to NC State over the other 31 choices that you had? Oh, God. Uh, so I was committed to Penn State. Okay. Nittany Lions? Yeah. So I was committed to yeah. Penn State. I was committed to them. Uh, I thought one of my visit on a Nebraska, I went to Nebraska game and then that camp uh, is nice, huh? Yeah, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> and having a hundred thousand people in the stadium is crazy. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, uh, was committed to them after I went on that visit and then Bill O'Brien, uh, which I kind of knew was coming, but was hoping it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, he wound up transitioning to go to the Houston Texans that year. Okay. Uh, you know, the 2015 season. And so then after that, pretty much it was just, I reopened. It really wasn't reopened, but it was between right. Arkansas, Maryland, NC State. Um, and so I knew Jacoby Brissett was was there. That's my, that's like my big brother. Um, and a lot of South Florida guys that's at NC State because NC State was my first visit, but it wasn't my best visit. Um, so I said at home though, the fellas. Yeah. The fellas, you know, and then Jack Daniels and coach Dorn already having a relationship. Coach Dorn offered me my first scholarship when I was a sophomore, um, in high school. So everything, all that played a part into it. And so it was like, well, if I know people that's going to go there, if I know, you know, they got good ties with my high school coaches, they're going to take and make sure, you know, that, they, I do my best to reach my full potential to become the best. I yeah. got you. I got you. So, like, hey, listen, current climate right now, right? I'm going to put you back in high school for like 10 seconds. Oh, so, God. right now, right now, right now, in this new climate, right, Don't that we that. in with the, with the NIL, what's your, what's your market value right now if, if, you, was, if you was still at Dwight <laughs> right now, if this was your year? Give me your market value. I was still, if I was still at Dwight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, climate right. now. Coming out. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying as you a high school player right now, these guys are getting these NIL deals right now, getting ready to enter into to, to the collegiate situation. What's your market value? What you think? Since it's an NBA trade day, NIL. I'm 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 for sure a half a mil to a mil. Okay, that's modest. I okay. I, I give I give myself a half a mil to a mil because I, I I'm not. I know what's going on, but right. I don't know how it is from a because if you go based off high school, then the tape speak for itself. Right. <laughs> like I'm gonna take a half a minute to a bill, but that's being that's like a minimal. Right, 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 right. That's that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like it's fair market value. And I'm gonna start yeah. asking that to all of my players when you know the former pro athletes. Collegiate athletes, as they come back on the show, what's your market value in, in today's climate? Because in high school, I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I I think coming out, I mean, I think I'm like worth two, three million at the end of the day. If I okay. had my head straight, if I had yeah. my head straight at the end of the day, because I mean, they throwing around a lot of money right now. 
Yeah. And so I say this to you as an entrepreneur, aspiring entrepreneur, before we get into your, your play, you tell us what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Let's say NC State, you garner, I'm, 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 I'm going to be modest. You garner $2 million going into NC State. Is right. the NFL even on your mind? If you know that as long as you be the pitch man, do what you got to do, you're going to get that $2 million while you're in school. Absolutely. Yeah, it's still on my mind. Okay. All right. Ball is life. Do, do, I, you want me to tell you the reason why? Yeah, go ahead. The reason why would be because I don't have the mindset I have now. So okay. ball is the only thing I know. Right. And so money and ball goes together. So I don't know anything outside of that. I'm from that hood, man. Five, six, one. I get it. <laughs> so, so with with that frame of mind, absolutely, ball. I was like, shoot, I got two. That I can get more than two. Uh, right. Do what I got to do to get to the lead. Let me right. give you a follow up. Let me give you a follow up to that. Would you would you use that to build your brand at that time, or would you have waited to after your college career was over to build your brand? Is it with what I know now? Give me both. All right. Well, what I know now, absolutely building my brand in college. A hundred. It's, it's not a debate because I'm the most important investment. Like me. I'm the value. I'm like, it's me. Everything starts with me. And so with the mindset I have with you know, the connections I have and the people I know, like, like I know that means a lot. So I know how to use my money. I know what to do with it. Now, if we're going off my old mindset, <laughs> KOD, KOD, <Yeah>. KOD. <laughs> yeah, we, it, we'll be in, I'll be in for a long, but I wouldn't say that because I would still have a good support system around me uh but, you, but you'll did, mess a little bit you'll mess a little I, bit of it up though yeah i like i have like abe elam was my mentor coming out of high school uh and then my mom uh my 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 family in general they like they wouldn't let me blow it but i'm gonna blow it on some shoes you know i did go to the club so i would do that so just being transparent like like there will be money blown, but the way I view money now, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, nah, we uh, <laughs> we going to invest in the business. We going to, you know, put dump ten percent of it into an insurance policy. Let that do its thing. Like we are gonna get some real estate. <laughs> it's we gonna build a foundation to build a house. So absolutely, absolutely, that's and and we only human, man. We only human. So at the end of the day, like. Where are you right now? So you you had your shot, you, you took your shot, and then like you said, you were able to you were able to look at things from a, a, a big boy standpoint and just make right. a transition. You went ahead and pivoted into you know where you are today as an entrepreneur. So right. who is Sean Boone? I'm a Sean Boone is someone that uh, is a work in progress and is on the journey. Uh, on the journey to greatness, don't have it all figured out, uh, but looking in the right direction and in the putting himself in the right rooms to get the information 
to get the access uh, to become an asset. So that's that's who I am right now. It's I'm in the process. I'm on the journey, uh, and I'm just looking to uh, become uh, the person. So that God wants me to be. That's that's really who I am. Absolutely. I so, what? I got two questions. How important is financial literacy, and uh, what are your personal goals? Like five of your personal goals right now. So how important financial literacy is very important because financial literacy is financial education. So um, what what happens if we don't have the financial literacy? Uh, that's it holds us back from from going where we need to go. So just and, and two, just because you got the information don't mean you know how to execute. So that all plays a part into it. But if you just have it, it you'll wind up figuring it out and wind up catching up to you. And my personal goals, that's, so I'm building my own agency. So uh, okay. one, of my, one of my goals Put me is, in, coach. Put me in, coach. I got you. <laughs> so, you know, Building my own agency, that's like I'm on, like I am on like a focused path to build that as big as possible to give, because it's going to give other people opportunity. And so Absolutely. the more people I can help, I get what I want. Like, because that's just how it goes. The more people you help, you'll be able to get what you want. So that's, that's more so like one of my goals is, to build uh, my agency, get my promotions within the ranks and stuff. And, and then also just, just help uh, as many, I got a passion for the concept of being your own bank. Uh, so like, I really wanna just help is like as many people in the next five months understand that concept and help as many people I can set up that either their children or themselves in that foundation of like having that knowledge and executing on it and, and yeah. yeah that's that's, that's good that's, that's good that's, man that's, oh. five six one you you hey listen you and you're in the you're in the uh backyard of one of the, the hottest pools there is if you say you start an agency i mean understanding now that athletes are getting the spotlight put on them in a different and from a different outlook as opposed to the way that we were coming up you know what I mean? Right. We we kept we kept our fingers crossed. I mean, and and Terrence and I, you know, we were pre-social media era. Therefore, it was even more keeping our fingers crossed because everything that we did from a um, um, scholastic and sports standpoint, it, it it was in the hands of someone else. But now, you know, you might post the right clip of yourself, or your homie might get you on an angle when you scoring a touchdown, getting an interception, and boom, that might put you on the radar. Yep. Even if you're done, but it might get you to them looks. You know yeah. what I mean? At the end of the day, it will garner attention for you. So now you say you're, you're focused on getting an agent. Is it going to be exclusive to football or is it going to be a, a, a agency that encompasses all things for any potential athlete? Uh, no, so it's not even geared towards athletes. It's for, okay. geared towards 
anyone that wants an opportunity that wants to change their life, whether it's doing something on the side, whether it's uh, being able to do it on the side in in order to fund whatever they want to do outside of their job, or they wind up might liking it, uh, doing what I do as a career and want to build their own agency and build it big too. So it's literally for every day. It can't be for an athlete to, you know, at some point ball going to stop. So why not? Absolutely. Why not build a business on the side while you already making money? So it's. And the, and the vast majority of athletes, um, Archery Denson, uh, I want to say, I, I want to say, uh, I want to say Sean Marion, but I know I'm not right. But I know his name is Sean. Thank you, Sean Wilson, um, baseball player that we went to school with. They all fall back into the financial realm, mm-hmm. either by utilizing their likeness to draw the clients in to some capacity, yeah. or they, they they really know their stuff and they're act, they're actually getting their Series Seven. They're doing what they got to do. They're closing yeah. loans. You know, they're bringing in other money for acquisitions to help them diversify their portfolio. So that's awesome. Right. Man. So what specifically is, is the concentration for your agency? Uh, so we do life insurance. We do health insurance. We do uh, retirement protection. We do uh, infinite banking. We do uh, health matching accounts, pet health matching accounts. So it can be Wait, pet, pet health. What, what's that? So it's a, so have you ever heard of a, a health savings account that you get with a job? For HSA. children, for children. Yeah, HSA, yeah. HSA, right. So you get HSA. Mm-hmm. So they have one to where this company called HMA, Health Matching Account. Every time you put something in, right, they give you a little debit card and they'll match it and put it on the debit card. So every time you put a deposit in, they're going to match it. And it's going to grow over the course of time. So you can use it for any medical anything medical chiropractor your dentist co-pays anything like that you can use it for uh okay so so you get a little debit card for your dog uh and every time you put a deposit in they're gonna match it so on like a hsa whenever you uh put money into it and then they use it as a tax deduction right tax deferred That's family. Right. That's family. But, that's that's but, family. But the HMA you use after tax dollars. Okay. That makes sense. Gotcha. So you gotcha. won't have to pay. You don't need a tax t- deduction because one, your money growing and they matching it too. And mm-hmm. so HSA, once you use that money, it's gone. Right. So you plan with your net as opposed to your gross. Essentially, yep. I'm a, I'm a retired assistant vice president. Of Vegas, <laughs> so, you know. I ain't trying to tell on myself. So the HMA is is dope and uh, trying to get that more out there, put it in dentist offices, chiropractors, because people need to know about it. It's gonna, I mean, it's going to be huge. It's, it's, I mean, it's one person passed away and left her dog millions of dollars. So, hey, it all depends on how much, how important that animal is to that, that right. person. You know right. what I mean? So it could be something significant that, Lo and behold, I mean, I hope they got their living will because yeah. I don't want to end up like Chad with Bozen. Yeah. Black Panther, we just saw that. that yeah. Great. That's a, that's a, a tough, very, tough case. That's a very interesting topic 
uh, somebody had sent it to me. Well, I sent it to my boys um, that's in the league. Um, I said, and one of my family friends had sent it to me. And that's one of the more important things that I'm having a conversation with my family is about, you know, setting up a living will, setting up irrevocable trust. Uh, because if just like, uh, I don't know if you heard of Waka Flocka, uh, clear, yeah, make, make yourself, a, make yourself a corporate entity. Yeah. I specialize in that too. So I'm good. Yeah. I'm so, yeah. So just having that conversation, uh, within the family, not everybody's having that conversation. And no. for, for someone of his statue, you would think his team will make sure it's right. But still at the end of the day, you are the asset and you got to make sure your stuff is in order and not depend on anybody else. Although I will say this though, I mean, with the new policy of uh, money services and transfers like uh, cash app, you know, more specifically with the changes that they're going to put in place where people are going to be getting 1099s, you may as well make yourself LLC sole proprietor. Anyways, at the end of the day, if you, if you going to swap, over six hundred dollars, right? Make it work for you. Yep, that only makes sense. But I am not. This is just. Uh, nah, we just we just we, kicking the bobo. So this is for entertainment. <laughs> this is for entertainment purposes. If you find something for you, <laughs> hey, hit us up directly, and uh, we will point you in the right direction. I'm a specialized as w five three five two seven seven. That's my Florida insurance license number. So I specialize in that. <laughs> There it is. We get a disclaimer. <laughs> See where you at, man? Right here. Yes, sir. Oh, hey. Sometimes you got to fall back and listen. I hear that. Yeah, man. So, a couple more questions for him, man. We don't want to hold you. Yeah. You got any other questions for Sean? Yes. Um. What? What in your youth or? Um. Uh, high school or college help prepare you for what you're doing right now? Oh, man. Uh, I had this conversation with one of my boys. Uh, when we got out of school, it was, it was like my first year out when I first got into business. And I would be in business and, you know, I'm around, like my mentor, uh, he's a alum at NC State. He has his own entrepreneurship building on campus. His name is in our football facility. He give millions of dollars back, right? And so he would tell me, uh, if you have the same work ethic you did in football and put it into business, you're going to blow this up. But it was like, I hear what you're saying, but I don't know how to duplicate that because – one is I'm getting ready to play in front of 80,000 people. And I, I, I've been doing that since I was eight years old. So I'm a baby all over again trying to figure it out. And so when I had a conversation with my boy to tie it all back, he would tell me, he's like, bro, if you really think about our life and what we've been doing from school, little league, whatever, we already been prepared to be business owners and CEOs. And I was like, like, what yeah. you mean? He was like, all right, they tell you what time to be the class. They tell you what time to show up. So you got discipline. All right, that's one, that's one thing you need. 
And then it goes to, all right, well, you learn a curriculum, curriculum, you're learning different things. So you know how to constantly learn because every level you go up, you got to learn something new. Same thing in business. Every level you go up, you got to learn something new. So I was like, dang, that's crazy. So from my, from my youth, you guys was teaching me, uh, y'all was teaching us discipline. Like y'all was, y'all was on our butts. That's why we was championship team. <laughs> yeah. And, but we knew, but we knew how to, one, it started with the head. All the coaches had a camaraderie. Y'all hung out. Y'all had the culture, which trickles down to us having the culture as a team. So like, that's one way. And then when you get to, when you get to high school, it, it's a, that's why Coach D was able to build championship teams because um, of that. You know, it all starts with the head on down. And, you know, sometimes when you get to college, that could be a little, you know, <laughs> different. But, you know, we had, you know, our class, we had to build a culture. Uh, we really had to build. We had to unlearn a bad culture, an unwinning culture to create a winning culture that they wasn't used to. And so, you know, all of that, like each phase of my life played a role into it. And the biggest thing my mom used to tell me, um, and you probably remember too. Uh, so a little joke, the first day of hitting, I, <laughs> I cried like a baby. And I said, Eight I, years old. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but go ahead. <laughs> I, was, I was, look, the first day practice hit, dude, Sean Russell had struck me and I thought my rib was out of my socket. And so I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. Nope, I'm done. All right, I'm done. And my dad was like, boy, I paid $120 for you to play. You're going to get up and play. And I was like, all right. Ever since then, I was the biggest hitter on the team. So, uh, but my mom always used to tell me, at every level, you might have to sit the bench and watch from the sideline. Right. That's great advice. Right. I was great like, advice. Me, I'm like, sit the bench. No, ain't no way. <laughs> but I like she would tell me that every like when I went from prep to junior, she would say it. When I went from prep to senior, she would say it. When I went from uh seniors from uh little league to freshman in high school, like she would still tell me when I went to varsity at every level, she would, I never had to do it until I got to college. And so watching someone else before me was a little like, come on, I could be out here playing, but it's a level of like, at some point you got to sit back and you got to learn whether it's good or bad. Cause it's a lesson in all of it. Just Absolutely. to add on, just to add on to that. I was just going to say, yeah, man, your, your, your eighth grade, your, your eight year old start was a, was a rocky start. Yeah. <laughs> But you made the transition, you know yeah. what I mean? And you went from a one-way player to playing running back, DN, linebacker, safety. You know what I mean? We put that on you. So I was going to say, man, the ability to wear so many different hats and understand what all those positions were, you should be able to navigate that through your businesses now where, hey, I got to switch. I got to switch roles now. Now I got to do this. Now I got to yeah. do that. And then also that transition where you pivot, 
you know, as you're making those transitions, as you're learning, you know, just like you say, you just got into business. So I'm pretty sure you had the eight year old, the eight year old thing where, oh man, I don't know if I could really do this. Yeah. And then, and then you got to where, like you said, you became the hardest hitting dude playing multiple positions. Now you, you take that lead role, like, oh, I got this. Yeah. And that's one thing I loved about you, man. You always made proven. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. And that's that's all I that's every every day in business is just one of those. So like my CEO always say, he said, never get too high, never get too low. Always stay even kill in the middle of the road because you don't you can be at the top one day and it can be gone like that. Right. So yeah, man. Absolutely, man. That's great advice. I mean, anybody in the 561 area, code 954-305. Hey, we love y'all too, 407. Come on over as well, man. Sean Boone's in the 561 area, man, with his services that he's offering. Yes, sir. Play back, listen to him, check him out. What's your social media that they can find you on, sir? My Instagram is Sean Boone 4, S-H-A-W-N-B-O-O-N-E, and the number four. Um, my Facebook is Sean Boone, S-H-A-W-N-B-O-O-N-E. And my Twitter is at underscore Boone 4, B-O-O-N-E, and the number four. Gotcha. Now, as far as any outreach in the community, anything like that, man, is there any annual festival events that they, we can catch you at? Or uh, so is it just I, touch and feel? I am putting, uh, I'm working with a partner. His name is Clarence Brockett of Brockett Financial Services. Uh, we do, we just started youth financial literacy events. So we held our first one. Uh, when was that? It was a couple weeks ago. Um, I can't remember the actual date, uh, but it was a couple weeks ago. We put on our first one and we had 15 kids there from ages 10 to 17. Uh, we had 15 kids at our first event. Our next one coming up is July 16th. Um, and so we're going to hit different cities. So we did West Palm first. We're going to do Rivera. Then we're going to keep going uh, to a couple of different cities and just try to build, you know, just give back to the youth one, but get them ready uh, for, you know, the next level of making sure they learn it now uh, so that they never can say, well, I never learned this. I never did this, you know, but they have the knowledge. So that's one thing. And then this weekend I'll be at uh, Clarence's. He's hosting a kids, a kids business expo where kids uh, able to come out with their, if they have businesses and get exposure, this is third annual one. Uh, so I'll be out there supporting him in that and uh, looking at kids and their businesses and supporting them in that way. That's awesome, man. I mean, that's the key thing, man. Uh, just empowering the youth today, making them aware. Uh, they're not going to always get that information when they're from what the school they're attending. And just we got we have to understand, man, we got to teach these kids how to network beyond sports. And we also have to teach them again. Sports does come to an end. So you have to think about life thereafter. You know, whether you get an opportunity to play collegiately, make it to the pros at the end of the day. You know, the adoration is going to fade. And lo and behold, I don't want to see you out here like Allen Iverson crying on every interview. I love my guy. 
yeah. and I'm not taking no shots, but you could tell some people who ball is life. And that's yeah. really all they wanted to be at the end of the day. Hoop, hoop dreams, football, things of that nature. And we come from a uh, county that produces a lot of athletes. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they start fresh babies. I mean, you got some studs that put up outstanding numbers in their youth days, but that don't make it to high school, you know? And the challenges of that is sometimes the uh, financial literacy. People have money coming in. They don't know how to handle that cash flow. They don't know where to put that cash flow at. They don't look at the long term or even some of our athletes that overexpense up front. And then on the back end, they never think about downsizing. So I say this, you know, as I've seen it come, I've seen it go for some people out there, you know, after their 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 great days, it's kind of hard driving around town and seeing that same guy. And you used to see him on TV all the time. Not to say that we're not normal people, but it's just some people aren't preparing themselves for the worst days when, when they're making those astronomical checks. And when you're in your 20s, like you said, sometimes you're not thinking about that. But ultimately, I say this to anyone that listens to this, please like, share follow, do all those wonderful things that we do on social media, man. Again, I'm One Tone Robin. You can find me on most platforms with the Talking Chip Podcast. We like to have guests that are informative, that are here to bring things for you, and we can contribute at as necessary. But I don't want to hold you, my brother, man. I want to just give you the last two minutes to close out, pump yourself any further, or just piggyback off what I said. Yeah, um, pretty much. I, one, first, I appreciate the opportunity to be on with my old coach and you, Mr. Tone. And uh, I'm just, you know, looking forward to just excelling and uh, however I can add value uh, into y'all's life and into anybody else's lives, you know, uh, definitely let me know. Uh, Cause that's what I'm all about. Anyway, any part I can play, uh, want to be able to do that. And then uh, if you need, um, you know, life insurance help, retirement protection. If you're about to retire and in the next five years or you're getting close to it, please contact me because I do not want to see you lose all your hard-earned money because this market is crashing. Brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. It's brutal. But you don't it's have brutal. and yeah. you don't have the time to recover to get back to even. So uh it's better options. Uh so uh my personal number you can contact is 561-635-1530. And my email is boonfinancial351 at gmail.com. So any life insurance help, I can help you uh, with all types of life insurance. Uh, so I just want to be of service to, the, to my people, educate the people in my community, all communities, uh, and just you know, keep giving back any way I can with the information I'm learning. I'm just going to keep giving it out on my journey. And the last thing that I have for you really quick, you said put money into a insurance. Can you, can you just explain that real quick for us? Yeah. So, uh, all right. So they have, it's a concept called infinite banking. So the infinite banking is a concept. So it can be used between, uh, two different permanent life insurance policies, some known as whole life. And another one is uh, called index universal life. 
So with whole life, it has different stipulations on it. It can be, it has to be customized in order for you to do it. But long story short, to sum it up, look at it as if it's a boosted savings account. It's a boosted, it's a boosted savings account. And what happens is your money works along with the market. So your money's not in the market, it works along with the market. So that's why it's called indexing because your money can do three things, increase, stay the same or decrease. Which one would you want to eliminate? Decrease. Right. So that's what indexing is, right? My money can go up or stay the same. And so what these insurance companies has done is they have a floor of zero and a maximum of a certain interest rate, maybe 10, maybe eight, maybe 14, right? So if the market does 14% in a year, you get 14. If it does anywhere in between that, that's what they're gonna credit you. If it's five, if it's six, they'll credit you that 6%. You max out at 14. So the downside protection is if the market crash like it's doing now, you don't lose no money. So when the market goes back up, you stayed the same and then you rose when it went back up. And so the insurance protection is a tax code 7702 and another one 101A where you allow to borrow from your policy tax free or withdraw from your policy tax free because of the life insurance is attached to it and you're using after tax dollars. So borrow, leverage, die. That's a concept uh, of that in a summary uh, that's not too long or not too complicated. So I, did that, was that clear? That was very clear. I mean, it's, it's a place to start. You've given the, you've given the information. And I know people are going to listen to this a few times over. At the end of the day, hey, at the end of the day, Google it, y'all. Or call Mr. Boone directly. Call Mr. Boone directly. You know, get in contact with him directly. Don't be ashamed, man. It's, we have so many friends and family in the area, and it's it's, it's very difficult for me to see people uh, flounder opportunity or wait to the last minute when they're distressed or down to their last. So don't be that guy, please, guys. Take this stuff serious. At the end of the day, I know people were way up. I mean, doing crazy things flying to different countries all of all of that stuff once the 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 airways again begin to open up but now there's downturn it's a sort of a panic mode right now guys please number one we understand mental health that is a whole nother bag but don't blow your bag and develop mental health issues when you have people that are a phone call away and so I'm not going to hold anybody. Again, Sean, thank you. Coach T, thank you again for inviting this brother on. And until next time, man, it's Talking yeah. to Your Podcast. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Yep. Hey, see, I had to wear that 49ers for you. <laughs>